It's Tuesday, September 20, 2016. The pipelines, they're underground. You don't hear anything about them until something goes wrong. Massive gasoline pipeline spill in Alabama. Temporary reprieve for the Dakota Access Pipeline. U.N. Secretary General trying to Trump-proof landmark climate pact. Plus, we must protect and value vital marine ecosystems rather than treating the oceans as an endless resource to be exploited and as a dumping ground for our waste. Leonardo DiCaprio wants you to watch over the oceans. He is the king of the world, after all. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. For the first time ever in recorded history, everywhere in the United States for the next 90 days is projected to be well above normal temperature-wise. Something to think about. I don't know. Seems like more than just something to think about. But I guess a local meteorologist can't say something to keep you awake at night as you ponder a future on a slowly dying planet. Now over to Kevin with sports. (laughs) And now over to Desi Doyen with the Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, a lot of pipelines in the news for the past week or two, and uh, this week is no exception. Yep, it's true. Cleanup crews are now hard at work in Alabama at a massive gasoline pipeline spill. No cause yet determined for the estimated 350,000-gallon spill that's now causing gas shortages across the southeast. That prompted the governors of Alabama and five other states to declare states of emergency to accelerate fuel delivery and curb price gouging. Alabama reports Dennis Pillion, in an interview on the broadcast, said the leak was actually a lucky break, located next to an abandoned mine retaining pond that captured most of the gasoline by chance, sparing a wildlife refuge. The Cahaba River has numerous threatened and endangered species under the Endangered Species Act that are found nowhere else in the world. So it's also of major concern that the gasoline not reach the Cahaba River, and and from everything we're hearing, the gasoline is not reaching this river. It certainly seems that we might have uh, caught an incredibly lucky break there. Incredibly lucky that the rupture just happens to have gone into an old abandoned coal mine retaining pond. It's kind of remarkable, actually. Also remarkable, pipeline owner Colonial Pipeline is being praised by both officials and even the Cahaba Riverkeeper organization for its cleanup response. That won't last. Remember, they're not allowing any journalists into the site yet because the fumes are so overwhelming. So uh, we'll keep our eyes on this over the next few days and weeks. Speaking of pipelines and spills, up in North Dakota, a temporary reprieve in the legal effort to stop the Dakota Access Pipeline near the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe Reservation. Late on Friday, the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals ruled to temporarily halt all construction for 20 miles on either side of the Missouri River crossing until the tribe's full lawsuit can be heard. In a separate action, a federal judge also threw out a restraining order against the tribal chairman, David Archambault, and several protesters. In other news, at the Our Oceans Conference in Washington, D.C. late last week, actor and environmentalist Leonardo DiCaprio announced the release of a new free online tool that uses live satellite and radar data to allow any user to track any industrial fishing operation in the oceans to help stop illegal fishing. Nice. This platform will empower citizens across the globe to become powerful advocates for our oceans, with the data Global Fishing Watch provides governments, fishery management organizations, researchers, and the fishing industry can work together, rebuild fisheries, and protect critical marine habitats. 
We encourage all of you to take advantage of this new technology and work together to effectively monitor and protect our seas. The online monitoring tool is free at globalfishingwatch.org. Also at the Global Oceans Conference, U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry announced more than $5 billion in new funding for conservation programs, and five nations, including France, will implement plastic bag bans to help stem the tide of plastic pollution choking wildlife in the seas. That was last week. This week is the United Nations General Assembly in New York City, where the New York Times reports U.N. Secretary General Ban Ki-moon is trying to Trump-proof the historic Paris Agreement by speeding up ratification of the accord. That agreement binds all nations to cut greenhouse gas emissions and will come into force when 55 nations representing 55 percent of global emissions sign on. The world's two biggest polluters, China and the United States, have signed. If the European Union countries complete fast-track ratification by early October, the accord could be enacted as early as the day before the United States presidential election in November. That would be record speed for an international compact. Now, it wouldn't stop a potential Trump administration from undermining the accord, but it would make it much more difficult. Unbelievable that the U.N. has to go to this kind of measure to Trump-proof the climate agreement. Just extraordinary. For much more on that story and all of the others that we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Green News Report.